It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, T-Raj on his way up to Fresno. Uh, who knows? At this point, he might have stopped at an AMPM right now. There's so much to Enjoying do. Enjoying a nice So much dog. to do on the way to Fresno. So much to do. So much to do. And I know so how, how excited he is. So much to see. I think there's... 14 games his I mean, son's going to be in in like three days. If you go straight through, yeah. how long does it take to get to Fresno? So they left early, early this morning. I think he said they're going to leave maybe 6 a.m., so before. It's got to be six, seven hours. But like, but you got to stop. Like That's, that's a 10, 12-hour trip, I think, just because Trav there's so much. telling the family, like, we're not stopping? And and just has his hands on the steering wheel, oh. and they're just you know. And I by the way, he doesn't drive fast, so I think he goes like sixty. He says. And and how many times is he going to threaten to turn this car around? Yeah, nothing stops yep. this train. Did you hear his son? We didn't ask Bobby. Bobby is his older son, twenty-one years old, lives up in Oregon, and could be one of the most interesting people that I've ever had a conversation with. Hmm. I asked him in one of the Ask Bobbies. I said, "What can you remember that your dad was most upset about?" with you in whatever instant circumstance. And every year they go to the Rose Bowl, um, and they do this big thing for the Rose Bowl uh, on, you know, obviously January 1st, blah, 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 yeah. the whole thing, right? So they do a tailgate, the whole thing. And they get in the car, and they're about halfway to Pasadena. And Bobby tells Susan that he forgot his shoes. <laughs> that he's barefoot and that he forgot his shoes so susan taps trav kind of like i got some news to share with you and you're not going to like it and then she has to explain to trav that their son forgot his shoes so they had to turn back around go back down to orange county because he was barefoot to go get his shoes and then shoot back up to the Rose Bowl. Couldn't they have just stopped and bought a pair of flip-flops somewhere? It was so early, I guess, in the morning. And it was New Year's Day, too. Yeah, so New like Year's Day, it was 6 a.m., 6.30, whatever okay. it was. By the way, that's not the only time he forgot his shoes. They also took the train one time to go watch, uh, to go down to San Diego. And uh, by kind of halfway through the whole thing, I think he realized to tell his dad, Dad, I don't have my shoes with me. Yeah, yes. I got to admit. Yeah. That would infuriate me, too. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> fair. He would get that's along fair. with Bob Myers, the uh, Warriors GM, who was walking around barefoot on the court last yeah, night. Yeah, what was that? Won. Yeah, well, I, he was on the uh, post-game show on NBA TV without shoes on. You know what's funny? And I noticed Bob Myers, when they were doing the presser, um, I noticed Steve Kirk going really out of his way to be like, hey, you know, I know you just brought up the owners. Now you're bringing me up. This dude's the guy that puts this roster together, and he comes up. And, I, and I'm not kidding. I was saying to myself, I'm like, damn, you know, that guy, look how look how clean his suit is. The guy looks so professional. The whole thing, um, and then <laughs> she sends us she sends us a tweet of him barefoot at the mm -hmm. set for I think NBA. I think it was the uh, NBA channels where he was doing it. Yeah, I don't know about the whole barefoot thing. Yeah, just keep your shoes on. I you got enough money okay. over there. No, you're, you're fine. Well, he didn't want to ruin his shoes. Like, yeah, you, he, you really the champagne and all that. Like I, how he's going to be okay. Are you one of these, like Michael Thompson, for example, will not walk on a hotel floor okay. with his bare feet because right. of germs? Yeah, I've seen Trudell send out, John or Trudell sent out a a video one time of there's towels yeah. right. Along from the, floor. the front right. all the Correct. way across. Yeah, Where do you fall on that? Because are you a person who will not wear... Bare, you know, not going your bare feet in what would I guess be considered a public space. So let me give you a perfect example. All Go right. to a hotel. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna have my I'm gonna have my 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 slippers on. I'm gonna have my sandals on. Okay, you're just walking around the room. I, I will I will have my sandals on, and I will know like if I don't have them on, like I should probably put those on. I don't know what's going on in this carpet. I don't know in the last time they've changed it. So I'm mindful of that. Change huh. the carpet. But what I will not do is. Throw out towels and the whole nine yards. I'm not I sure the I won't towels go to are that. more clean than the than the. If you're that worried but about the carpet where you're, you're staying, but at least you're washing those towels. You're vacuuming the floors in theory. No, they are, but they're not like actually washing the. What carpet. is happening on these floors that is that bad? That's it's, not happening in your own house. 
Like, do you vacuum well, no, and deep clean your no? But think about, think about it. I mean, we have you have it's a stranger walking into this place every two days. You have no idea what they're. I think the remote is by far the dirtiest that they say has got the most germs on it. You don't know what people are doing. You just have no idea what they're doing. I I'd like I, to know what I'm doing. I don't need to. You're pressure. in a cage of germophobia. I, I, I can't live that way. I can't live that way I don't need to pressure wash my floor when I'm at home, but I know who's stepping on the floor. Like I Which know it's me, my girl, and Rook. So we're going to keep it clean. I don't know what BK's doing, M's doing, Taylor's. I have no idea what people are now, doing. Do you audit like where your girl is going to make sure her feet do are appropriate to be? Do not eat pizza off your hotel floor in Vegas, please. I will not. I, don't worry. I won't. But I, I'll have. Five-second rule. I have a feeling exactly. I might get. I, I just I can't I do find you be a bundle of contradictions. You you won't peel an orange, but you'll, you'll do the whole barefoot thing. Right. But like, what do you really think is the risk here? Like, you what's funny? Like, if, what's the risk, risk of Bob Myers walking on the floor of the of the Boston Gardener TD Bank North, whatever it's called, in his bare feet? What is really happening there? That's Splinters. that's risky. So this is different. That's that's different from a hotel. That has nothing to do with the hotel. Okay. What's different in that is I'm going to walk on a TV set barefoot, and then there's going to be a camera zooming in on my feet because I don't have shoes on. Yeah. That's just awkward. Just People pay NBA, for that. It's one NBA title, man. That's what do just, I care? That's just awkward, uncomfortable for me. I'm I not will... walking on a set. Well, you're going on full suit. I'm not walking on a set yeah. barefoot. Let's put it that way. <laughs> That's, That's the that Alan Slee with, that rejected the whole Slee thing a few yeah, years ago. Yeah, the Slee. So, but like, I, I am, I am, I will walk in my bare feet on the hotel room floor. I would walk in my bare feet in this room. I just won't do it because it's kind of. I, but I won't take my like shoes off on an airplane or something. That's just rude. Let me. All right, like, let me tell you. About, so I coach water polo. For those who don't know, these kids will wear bare feet. Everywhere, like they will walk from the pool deck to their parents' car, which is across the parking lot, barefoot. And I'm like, as soon as you leave this deck, I need you to get uh, shoes on because I don't know what glass or yeah. whatever detritus is Fair. out there. So, but uh, from being a swimmer forever, I'm very comfortable with my bare feet and like walking on pool. Which decks is, by the that. way, which, that makes sense because I was never a swimmer on this. I had a buddy of mine played water polo his whole life. Played up at uh, uh, where he played, wherever he played. Um, Fresno. Well, it actually, was uh, was up north. I, um, UC Davis. That's where he played. And like the guy never had shoes. Like in high school, he never had shoes on. Like we go whatever, not literally go to a restaurant or something like that. But it wasn't a big deal to him. For me, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna have shoes on. Okay, now, let me let me take a couple calls here because I got a couple people. About shoes. Dave, who's who is in the car, has a comment about the trip to Fresno. So, Dave, what's going on? There? Hey, what's happening, guys? So it's a four-hour trip from the LA area to Fresno. I'm on my way back from Fresno right now. Okay, so... And Did it, you see Travis? And Travis, five hours, just say, because he's down in Orange County. Uh, there you go, yeah. Hi, yep. Dave. Well, thank exactly. you, Dave. Thank you. I, I thought Dave had something. Dave literally just told us how Dynamite long it takes. Takes How long it takes to get to uh, from Fresno. All right, John in Huntington Beach of Fullerton. John, what's going on, man? Alan. How are you? I'm okay. We uh, we're disappointed. So, kind of miss you yesterday. Well, I gotta, man. I got to tell you, yeah. So I've been in Bass Lake the last five days, no service. So what up, T-Mobile, for giving me no service? Just a <laughs> FYI to all our listeners: do not go with T-Mobile. So I didn't, I didn't see anything going on um, about the call of the year. So I, I'm fine with giving up my nomination for it. Sure, but I yep. do want to nominate someone in place. Um, so I'm fine being second place. As long as as I'm behind Francis and Glendale, now, okay. let me tell you why. Yep, go ahead, John. He's the he's the only caller where, even on his intro, you guys laugh. Um, every time he calls, he gives us a "Hey, party people!" You yep. guys snicker, uh, you laugh, and then he he always has. Does he look like? So I'm nominating him. I'm fine as long as I get a, a second place like cigar from Chris. Sure, as uh, my trophy. So. There it is. Um, so I'm sorry. I was just, you know, on a boat having fun at Bass Lake. You should go out sometime, Alan. You're welcome to come with us. We go every year. You can bring you, your girl, and rookie. Good um, man right welcome, here. Right? Good man. John, thank you, man. Appreciate you calling in. So I, it's kind of funny because I will say this. There's only a couple. We kind of narrowed it down internally. We probably took 10 calls yesterday. I, I know. It's, it's 
you're very emotional over there. There's a lot going on. We took probably 10 calls yesterday. Uh, for me, I think I had three. We're down to three. Now, we got to end up picking this. We're going to pick it next week. This is obviously going to be for the Mandy Awards. Um, I don't want to give up too much, but I hear what he's saying. I understand what he's saying, and Francis is a fantastic caller. You okay over there? I didn't hear a word of any of the last, like, 45 seconds to a minute. What'd you do? I don't know. So I just... Why is there <clears throat> smoke in the air? Because <laughs> it does feel like Mesa's house. Um, I... I I don't. I, I have no other way of describing this other than I was choking on my own saliva. Okay, no, that happens. That <laughs> I'm happens. just sitting Taking over Travis's role, minding my own business, it and I just had a coughing fit, having swallowed nothing bigger <laughs> than my own spit. All right, ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Can I? Can I? Can we do this real quick? Because I need some insurance. Because this happens all the time. Um, Somebody, you know, we, we start. We, we like comparing players. We like to compare, hey, where's LeBron versus Jordan? Where's Kareem versus Wilt? Where's, you know, we, we do this. This happens all the time. Steph Curry just got his fourth NBA championship. And I could go down the list of what Steph Curry has been to this league. You and I can obviously spend a lot of time talking about his impact. You know, I heard somebody say yesterday, maybe it was Stephen A., I'm not sure who it was. Actually, you know what? No, it was Doris Burke. She said post game on Scott Van Pelt. She said, stop talking about him being the greatest shooter of all time. He's one of the greatest players of all time. She's not trying to say, hey, he's top 10, top five. She's no, don't saying, limit him. This is one of the best players of all time. Why do we only describe him as one of the greatest shooters of all time? So naturally, um, these conversations start coming up and say, okay, well, where is he ranked in history? And I'm not one. I mean, I, I don't stand by these all the time. I, I think it's such a – I think there are a lot of people – if you ask Michael Thompson, who has been around the NBA for a long time, played in the league, his view is going to be different than if you ask Clay Thompson. Clay, who are the greatest, the, the greatest five players all time? A lot of this just has to do with who you saw, what you were, um, what you were accustomed to, and everything else. When we come back, I want to spend a little time on this. StatMuse put up this stat comparing what LeBron has co- accomplished – Versus what has uh, what Steph has accomplished. I want to do that coming up next. Stay right here, Travis and Sleeva Show, seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better with the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country. There's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, if you have not downloaded the ESPN LA app, I know uh, right when we got the new app, there's a big push for it. If you haven't got it yet, I'm telling you, it is so clean, so easy to tune into all these shows. Obviously, they all go uh, to the podcast channel after that, but just ESPN LA, download the app. Uh, you'll be happy you did and get all the shows. Um, Brian Kamenitsky filling in for Trav. So we're talking about resumes here. You win an NBA championship, and this is very common. You know, one of the things I think was alluding, mm-hmm. we kept talking about Steph not having a finals MVP. Yesterday, it was, you know, obviously this wasn't a tough decision. He was by far the best player in the NBA finals, and he won a finals MVP. And even someone like myself, who I got no, you know, did I want to see the Celtics lose? I did. I just didn't want to see them get championship just number 18. Just on principle, right. Just on, on principle. But – Steph was – he was amazing. It was actually – is arguably the best run I've ever seen Steph in his career. That's not to say that he hasn't had other stretches where he was amazing, but uh, on the highest stakes, Steph has had games in the finals or in the playoffs where, Steph, are you above what you are usually or are you below what you are usually or just average? I thought he was as good as he's ever been. And he had a little bit about his game too when he was hitting some key shots and kind of staring into that Boston crowd – in the third quarter with six minutes left to go, doing a little Aaron Donald action and pointing at, make sure you put a ring on it. Um, 
I, I, you know, we were talking about this earlier. Funch was saying, no, no, I've seen him do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think Steph is – he has a certain style to him, but I feel like he's usually doing it with his guys, his like his players. If I if he takes a three and he turns around before the shot goes in, he's looking at Andre Godal on the bench and all these other guys. I thought I thought this series against the Celtics, it was a – Maybe a little more personal because of the way they were going at Draymond, or maybe a little bit more personal because I mean, you saw Clay in that post game interview say, "Real classy Boston" or "Real classy Celtics." I felt like Steph Steph not only took his game to another level. I thought he he fed off of a Celtics crowd. Remember, they were down two one. They won three in a row. Two of those were in Boston. Mm-hmm. So I set it up that way because a lot of the conversation now is, "Where is Steph?" Where is he as one of the all-time greatest players? Is he a top 10 player of all time? Stat News put out this, and I love the way they, they, they described it. They said, I know this conversation has already started. People want to compare LeBron James to Steph Curry. So they put out these stats, and it just said the career difference between LeBron and Steph. Two-time MVP, three-time finals MVP, 10-time All-Star, 10-time All-NBA, 6-time All-Defense. All those numbers that I just listed there are on top of whatever Steph right. Curry has already accomplished. I'm not saying that you have to just pay attention to that. I find these conversations comical. I really do. If you ultimately want to compare LeBron and Kareem and you want to kind of make those type of comparisons, I don't want to, I'm not trying to take something away. You can give Steph credit but it doesn't mean you just have to all of a sudden put him into the conversation with arguably the greatest it's, player well, to that's ever just, do it. I mean, that is much more about finding ways to pull LeBron down than it is about elevating Steph. The people making that argument have zero interest in really believing that Steph Curry is the greatest player to ever play the game. <clears throat> what they really want to do is just yank LeBron down because that's fun for talk radio. Um, I just, I think with Steph... You know, who is not LeBron? LeBron's better than Steph. LeBron's, I I think, the greatest player of all time. Disagree, whatever. Yeah. Steph's in that next little group of guys. Like, you know, he's there with Kobe or, you know, some of these other players that... Isaiah Thomas. Better than Isaiah Thomas. I would say, you know, but I, I put him in that, you know, Kobe, Bird. Tim Duncan. You know, Tim Duncan. You know, just transcendent, you know, if you're making a roster of, you got 15 spots on a... On a a roster of every player who ever played, those guys might make that roster. Mm-hmm. But, you know, LeBron is at the top of that list. Jordan's at the top of that list. Kareem, Matt. There's a little tiny group of guys. What I think is, though, is, is fascinating about Steph, and you talk about maybe some of the attitude and whatever, I think some of that is Boston. Yep. But I, I think some of it's a little similar to what Kobe went through after Shaq left. There is hmm. every athlete thinks that they – are discounted that the haters they don't give them their credit or this that whatever Steph actually I think has a little bit more to that than most of these guys do most of it's invented Steph actually does have people who minimize him as a shooter and that's it and, and all this other and stuff you, you never won finals MVP never so won finals there. MVP yeah. you know you know what Durant was there for the last couple finals yeah. runs yeah. or whatever so this was him unquestionably the leader, the center, the core of this team to where if he doesn't play well, they're not going to win. Kobe, 2009, 2010. No more Shaq. If he doesn't win, or if the Lakers, if he doesn't play well, Lakers aren't going to win. Yep. Game seven, yep. 2010 aside. I kind of I, I I like that. I, I like these comps because I think the – you don't have to comp the players. You don't no. have to comp the players, but I think the edge that you're talking about – listen, I'd be lying to you if I didn't say coming into the NBA Finals – Steph, go freaking win one. Steph, go go get it. Mm-hmm. Go not only go get it, be the best player. You know, when we are when we are walking into this finals run, um the hype that was around Tatum, it's not even the hype, it's real. Jason Tatum's a really good player. He's also twenty four years old. Mm-hmm. I think Steph won his first championship around 25, 26 or something like that. It's gonna, it takes a second. It's not like you just feel like you got it all Steph figured is out. Hard. Okay, so, but but the Steph piece of it. I'd be lying to you if I didn't say walking into the NBA Finals, Steph, one of two things are going to happen. Either you and the Golden State Warriors won an NBA championship because mm-hmm. you were the best player, or the Celtics won a chip, and that conversation's still going to continue that Steph has three championships, he has not won a Finals MVP, 
There are times in the finals he was less than than he is maybe during the regular season. In this NBA finals, this specific finals, he was better than, like I said, he was, in my opinion, he was not only the best player on the floor, it's one of the best stretches that I've seen Steph. Every single game it was like, well, Steph's going to get his. Who the hell else is going to help? And I think that's that's probably the best way to describe it. Yeah, I mean, it was like, who, who is... But we all we get hung up on really dumb stuff. Like, did Steph not win Finals MVP that you know when when Iguodala won because he wasn't good, or because people decided the eleven people or twelve people who vote on MVP? It's nothing to take away. They decided that that was a cool story. Mm-hmm. Like Iguodala was phenomenal in that mm-hmm. series, and he really was. He but like it was just more interesting to give it to Andre Iguodala than it was to give it to Curry. It had nothing to do with whether or not Steph was good or not, mm-hmm. but like to somehow use the fact that he hadn't won finals MVP as ammunition to say that he's not really one of the most elite players. I mean, his finals averages, I was looking for it while no, you were talking. I think it's 30, right? 31 32. points, six rebounds, five assists. That's mm-hmm. what he averages in the NBA. I'm sorry. Oh, actually, the, I think that's a That was this one. That's 20, 27 points a game. This is his. These are his finals averages. Yep. He's four and two. 27 points a game, six rebounds, six assists. Mm-hmm. He's shot um, 40% from three-point range. Forty-three percent from the floor, which sounds low, except in the finals, it's really yeah. hard to shoot. Yep, you know, fifty-two percent. But like I, he's been nails in let, these. Let, let me give you an example. Sometimes, you know what, you can have that resume, but you need to some. You feel like you need to cement something. He did that yesterday. Absolutely, because he that. was the he was he cemented the it. core of this team. You didn't. You couldn't look at him and say in the same way yeah. people would discount Kobe mm-hmm. because he has Shaq there. You couldn't discount, Dur- you know, the Durant thing. Yep. You couldn't take that away from him. This was Steph's team yep. in Steph's series, and if Steph wasn't the best player for the Warriors, they were going to lose. And I don't know if this is the best comp, but I think KD is kind of in an interesting position if you're looking at individual guys and you're saying if KD, let's just say next season, he took the Brooklyn Nets back to the NBA Finals, he carried them, it's this kind of, okay, okay can he get one? Without the Golden State Warriors, I don't have that answer for you. KD's still going to be always considered one of the greatest players, but it could add something to his resume that he doesn't currently but, have. But KD's different because Steph gets minimized because he is transcendently good at one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Doris Burke says, he's an amazing, he's a great point guard. He is a great finisher at the rim. He is a you know not even a bad rebounder for somebody who's You know what he doesn't tiny. get credit for? His leadership. His willingness to kind of step back, which he did when KD was there. His, I just want to win. However I get there, I just want to win. So I think that there's other areas that we should give him more credit for that has nothing to do with the basketball floor. Right. Well. It's just, and he's, he's, he's little, yeah. and he looks still at 34 like a small child. And so, therefore, people discount him. And it's, it's dumb, and I think he had had enough this year. Okay, let's do a couple things. I know we got some people that want to weigh in on this. 877-710-ESPN. Um, as bad as the Lakers season was this past season, the fact that the Boston Celtics did not grab championship number 18 I think is the only bright spot for the Lake Show. We'll do a little bit of that. Plus, um, BK, the World Cup is coming to L.A. Mm-hmm. And I want to give some comps on this. And I, I know we're a ways away from it, but I think it's really interesting what this means for L.A. and what SoFi has done for Los Angeles. We'll do that coming up next as well. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeva Show, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! 
playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. That's the uh, tagline. We were helping. Chav uh, and I, one of the things that we do is we try to help corporations. We both consult. And um, Tinder, yeah, we had it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling. What, what kind of uh, hookup? Oh, uh, a sex hookup. Yeah. yeah. Looking for a sex hookup? For, 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 for the sex. I'm here on this app listen, for, the, listen, for the sex. Listen. I don't know how you don't open up the website, or not even the website, the app. You download the app, and Genuine doesn't come on right away. <laughs> and then it's Travis and I with the, with the tagline. It's almost like, what more can you ask for from a business? I, I think what will really help that app take off is, what's what's the thing called where you can like ask people to do like a like a birthday greeting for you? Like what's, I forgot it's what the name of that. Um, Cameo. 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 Yeah. Like a version of Cameo where people open up their Tinder. And then you join sure. by Zoom. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and you just kind of. Yep. It's and you just like, there. you know what? Yeah. Phil, swipe right there. No, no, no. That's I, right. I, she looks like a good one for yep. you. Sometimes I even, if they're having a conversation, at any point, I could just hop into that conversation and see how things are going. Alan Sliwa here, just wondering how things are going with your sex hookup. Add some Lakers stats, too, yeah. to get the yeah. mood going. Yeah. 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 Play some old. Old highlights. Also, the last time, or one of the few, last few times, uh, Andy was in when he, he said uh, Travis's voice is sex. Don't you remember oh, yeah, that right. too? Yeah, that's that right. Was, that's I think great. we have that so, somewhere. It's it's always great. Looks like Mason's uh, on cameo. On a sex conversation. Coming I'm up sure. There. I'm yeah. sure he is. If there's, there's somewhere where any it. minor Ooh, celebrity bucks? can be, that's expensive. You have to ask. Him Are you surprised that, that Mason's? I would be more surprised if Mason wasn't on cameo. I'm, I'm surprised at how expensive his cameo is. I think it should be somewhere in the less than ten range. Is that expensive for a cameo? Set for yeah. a, for a business, it's one hundred and forty. That's a lot. That's a lot. I am going to do. I'm going to have Mace do a cameo, wishing Ireland a happy birthday at his next. Yes, birthday. It's a good one. Put that in your good idea folder. Yeah, I think John will appreciate that. Fifteen bucks from you and fifteen bucks from AK. Right, and just, just put happy birthday. Oh, you know what we should do? Andy and I have been looking for a gift for Ramona for the new baby. And get it for We should have Mace do a cameo for the baby. And, and you make know him say whatever you want. Every second of that. You think he'd give you guys a discount or no? No. I think he'd probably not. charge 45 He might. He might go up a little bit. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Let me take a couple of these calls here real quick. Let's go to Timothy in La Jolla. Timothy, what's going on? Thank you for calling in. Hey, thanks for taking me. Um, first of all, I just want to talk about the, uh, you know, this whole staff narrative. Um, What's important to understand about this is that Steph is a master collaborator. Peter Goober, uh, Joe Lacob, it's the warrior dynasty. Unlike LeBron, Steph's egoless. Steph working with Goober and, um, and just the warrior culture has been able to take players like Andrew Wiggins. Steph had a horrible game. Uh, in Game 5 to mm-hmm. his standards. Mm-hmm. Wiggins, if it wasn't for Wiggins, we would not have pulled that game out. So Steph's greatness is measured globally, totality, unlike any other player out there. But, you know, back up, but the, the, what you're talking players. about, like, go through every finals. Very rarely is the star player excellent in every single game. By himself. He By himself. Be, I mean, no. like, every, you know, Kobe was terrible in Game 7. Of the of the the the, the 2010 finals, mm-hmm. for you know 90 percent of that game, he was a disaster. Mattis so, like, stepped up, Powell stepped up, Odom right. stepped I mean, up. No player wins in the NBA finals completely by themselves, except LeBron occasionally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like mm-hmm. that, yeah, that, that, that I don't I don't think that's a standard that you can hold him to. Okay, but this is the question that I have, and we appreciate the call, Tim. So the question I have is why. I have a difficult time. Why we always got to tie it back to Braun? Why we got to, so what he was, the argument that he was just making? What he could have just said was, "Hey, look, the Warriors' culture, the foundation of that is Steph. Did you see when Steph was getting his Finals MVP mm-hmm. yesterday? It looked pretty cool because every one of those players and everyone there really, really wanted. Like I felt like they, it was, it was important 
they were trying to do it for Steph. Well, you already got three NBA championships. What you're still trying, you still have something to do for Steph. They care that much about Steph. There's that much of a culture, all that. My question is, a caller like we just got, why does that tie back to LeBron? And I feel like the last 15 years of the NBA, no matter what happens, everything always gets kind of tied back to LeBron. Like we're comparing, well, LeBron wouldn't allow that. I mean, you want to talk about put the ego to the side. LeBron joined Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh together, and they all took X amount of dollars. And isn't that putting an ego to the side for a quick second and saying, hey, can we try to win some championships? I think the tying it back to Braun, I never really ultimately understand. They're not the same players. They're not. They're not the same people. It's just, it, I just think we have weird standards for all of these things. Like, and, and it probably goes back to this sort of perception of that Jordan scored 60 points a game in literally every finals game that he ever played. Like, and then, no, and then he was the only one there and he was playing with four other guys, you know, on the floor who were pulled out of the eighth row. And never lost, yeah. and only shot seventy five percent, and all this. We just had this, this thing, and and we like I I I'm maybe I'm weird in sports because like Tatum did not have a good series, yeah, and I look at it and they go, that doesn't really mean much to me in terms of like is Jason Tatum like that guy? Is it, he's like he's twenty four? He played more minutes than anybody in yep. the playoffs, I yep. believe, and. These guys, by the time you get to the postseason, the, the the NBA Finals, are so tired. Well, they got two Game 7s under their belt. They, they went up Giannis, KD, and he's, Jimmy Butler. He's playing on mm-hmm. both ends, mm-hmm. and he's, you know, all of this stuff. It's like, yeah, he ran out of gas. He ran into a really good defensive team sure. that schemed against him well and had a guy in Andrew Wiggins who was physical and mm-hmm. could stick with him and, and, and uh, you know, inside a great team scheme. And they... They neutralized him to some degree. It's, it happens. Like, I, I, I maybe I'm older. Maybe it's because I just I don't like. I, I, I look. I choose to look at. Wow, isn't it amazing what Steph did? Hmm. I don't care. Is it as as amazing as something LeBron might have done yeah. eight years earlier? I'm with you on that. No, no I, maybe, I, I, I don't that. know. I don't and, care. And you know what? It could be BK. It could just be as simple as this. And this, this is the reality of it, right? We're in an industry where you're trying to entertain. Yeah. And a lot of times you're going to tune in, whether it's from a TV perspective, whatever the case is. And I'm with you. There are times where I'm just looking at the topic and I'm like, this again. Bro, I'm, know, this it. again. I'm not entertained by that. And so that's not how I'm going to look at it. But, like, it's okay to me. Like, th- this always used to drive me nuts. We do, like, the Lakers blog back in the day, all this yeah. stuff. And, like I say, Kobe Bryant is the eighth greatest player of all time. Mm-hmm. How dare you, you bleepy, you know, yep. disc- do you know how many people are like there are 15 guys in the Lakers right now, 17 guys, you know, but back in the day, it's like, how am I possibly disrespecting somebody by calling him the seventh greatest player of all time? You think he's the fifth best player of all time. Okay. So I think he's two slots worse because I'm putting like Wilt or someone. Sure. Sure. People freak out about this stuff. Francis. It's insane. Francis and Glendale. On uh, Twitter says Lakers 2021-2022 highlights package should include the Celtics losing in the NBA Finals. I saw Draymond Green. Oh my God! You see that shirt? Uh huh. All right. So for those, describe it. All right. So it's it's the Celtics for what looks like they're you know on the seat giveaway. You go to the Garden. Yep. And every you know the fans all wear the shirt or whatever. Um, it's, it's the slogan is it's all about 18 and it's a picture of 17 banners and the last one is blank and that's going to be the 18th banner that they <laughs> fill in and so it's Draymond with a selfie and he had written in in sharpie nope <laughs> in the box where the 18th banner was going to go warriors with two arrows and just nope and it's oh how do you well, hate this guy? This that, guy is the best. Well, he is. You know, th- there is something about Draymond because this dude was getting a lot of, you know, as the finals progressed, they're down two games to one. And Draymond, he wasn't playing well. Nope. No, no other way to put it. And it wasn't even, well, he's not scoring 15 a game. Th- that didn't matter. He wasn't the, scoring the other, .5 a game. <laughs> but the other Draymond that you're cutting rebounds, assists, mm-hmm. doing all that stuff. That's And Draymond, you, s- you see the dude's impact yesterday. I mean, how many balls did he deflect on himself? Double team when he needed to get Jason Tatum a turnover, the whole thing. But the the Draymond piece of this, this is what I always kind of find, I find interesting. When players like that talk, he's a talker. This guy runs his mouth. He does a podcast right after the show, right after the thing is over. But to freaking back up every single word 
And then to kind of, you know, I'm going to go a little step further. I'm going to go say he can do it. And, you know, I'm with you, Emily. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of him. I, I felt like a lot of Laker fans yesterday, probably for the first time in a long time, actually had something to kind of cheer about. Travis doesn't care about this. Travis doesn't care. Guys, the whole Laker-Celtics thing, I get it. It was big in the past. It's not that big of a deal anymore. None of these guys have literally – you have no history with these current right. players. 2010 the is barely relevant anymore. It's barely, right? I, I kind of fall into this category of, no, I get that. But 17 championships to 17 championships I think does mean something. And I think a lot of Laker fans, for as awful as the year has gone, and to put a cap on last season – I think it could have only it would have only really got worse if you thought the Celtics oh, won. Absolutely, and they no, didn't. It just, win. It just so I kind of felt good for it, a quick. It rubs second. it in, you know. It yeah, just it it's, it's it's salt in a gaping. Look, and part of what makes it fun mm-hmm. to be a Laker fan is the arrogance that comes with it when you can say seventeen championships, yep. the most in the modern era. Yep. You know, the Celtics. Okay, fine, they've got one since the eighties or whatever. But like, let's. Let's be honest here. The Lakers have been way better. As a, all that stuff matters, and that makes it fun to be a Laker fan because you can kind of go kick sand on other fans. Which, by the way, I'm sure, and we know this, everybody kicked sand at the Lakers this season. Everybody mm-hmm. did. Everyone took their chance or their shots. And it was, by the way, in the offseason, it continued. And, and, and it's um, that comes with the territory, so it's okay. But I thought for just that one little moment, I'm like, hey, it's kind of great that the Celtics are not putting up championship banner number 18 because I think they're going to be around for a few years. I think yeah. they got, you know, obviously a squad there. They'll let's put it this way. Their future over the next five years looks a lot more clear. If than you, the have, if you have to put a thousand dollars on either team to win yep. a championship in the, in the next five years, you're going to pick Boston. Unless you're picking purely with your heart. Yeah, I'd rather Should I just do that tomorrow. Burn, I'd rather you just burn the thousand. You could. I'd rather if burn you're not the too busy. Walking the strip. <laughs> By the way, this day, 2008, Celtics won their 17th championship. So that's when they beat the Lakers. And then same date um, in 2010 is when the Lakers beat the Celtics. Much so you kind of have these. Were you there? You covered, Game seven? Yeah, game seven. Yeah. You know, Andy fun. was in Boston for game six in, in 08, which was just. You know what's funny? Oof. I always say when. Because like I, 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 people say, what's the greatest sporting event? Or we'll, we'll just have like conversation about it. what's the greatest sporting event that you've ever been to. You know, I don't put that one on my list. And the only reason why I don't put it on my list, it was so stressful. Mm-hmm. Like every Laker fan that was there, no one was comfortable. And there's plenty of moments in the game like they're going to freaking lose game seven at home against the Boston Celtics. Kobe's going to go 0-2 against the Celtics. Celtics are going to separate themselves even further from a championship perspective. And when they won, it was more of like it, it was more of a relief than an enjoy enjoyment. Well, the the I, I don't think I mean it, it's sports. You know, keep it, but like in terms of one guy mm-hmm. having more at stake in one game, in terms of the perception that they would carry. Like, okay, fine, you won one title, you beat the Magic. Great, congratulations. Nobody cares if you beat the Magic, um, but you lost twice to Boston, and you know you lost a, you because that's how we do this. Yeah. You yep. Kobe yep. lost a game seven at home, and oh by the way, this time they'd actually have a bit of an argument because he wasn't very good, but the team kept him in it, and he did find ways to get rebounds. He did find ways to hit free throws. He did, and the, just like it's the most stressful game. Kobe's never to. seemed more human yeah. to me than he did mm. following that game. When you just, when he was saying, like, you know, I, I was too much. I kind of choked a little bit. Like, he understood mm-hmm. what that game meant, and it was a little bit too much. But then he kind of found a way. And it's like, I, I, he, I've never felt he was more relatable than he was in that moment. Plus, that series, they were down 3-2. So, they blew him out in game six. Mm-hmm. And you just knew game seven's not going to be a blow. No one's blown. Lakers are not blowing was, out the Celtics I've never in seen seven. human beings playing live in a, in a game where, every, like, we make this joke, like, if there was a game eight, nobody would have been able to play. <laughs> On either team, nobody would have been able to play. All right, we got the dump coming up next. Stay right here at Travis and Sleeve Show, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. All right, so a couple things here on the dump. I'm going to start off with this one. SoFi was named as a site for the 2026 World Cup. So yesterday, I, Travis and I were talking about this yesterday because it was announced, but it wasn't yet. It was SoFi, Pasadena, right. they Rose Bowl. They were a Bowl. finalist. Yeah, Rose Bowl was still in the mix. So I had mentioned I have no problem if it was at the Rose Bowl. I have no problem with the history that the Rose Bowl has and having it there. To be honest with you, Trav is right about well, why'd you kind of this isn't this the whole reason why you have SoFi? You right. built this. Why build the place? You built it, built this thing. I think people forget how critical SoFi is. Aside from you know, we just associate it with hey, how cool is this? NFL's back in LA. Got the Rams there. You got the Chargers paying rent because they can't own a stadium. You know that whole thing. This is so much more than just having a football stadium. And I, this is the best example I could give. I'm born and raised in San Diego. I know what not having an NFL team means out in SD. Now I do, right? I know that not having the Chargers out there anymore, and you didn't go build that new stadium, what it does to moments like this, it's not just about building SoFi. What San Diego will never get again, do you remember back in, I think, the late 90s or early 2000s, Super Bowls. Super Bowls were coming down SD. You had a couple of them that were down there. It was such a great place to have a Super Bowl. And I think that's what L.A. understands, and I know the pockets are different and everything else. SoFi is so much more than a freaking football stadium. And this is a perfect example. You're going to have the world stage. You're going to have events that are so important to world events. They're going to be held at SoFi. And I just mentioned that. you got the college football playoffs, WrestleMania. I know I'm mixing these all in together. That's no, Obviously, that's Obviously, the Super Bowl, and now World Cup. Um, they'll host the Olympics as well. They I, may I, host another Super college, Bowl soon, too, in 2027. I just they got think, a college football national championship yep, somewhere in there, too. They will have that. Yeah, this one, the next one. I just think this freaking thing is we cannot describe how important SoFi is going to have an influence on just continuing to put L.A. on a map that not many other cities can, can do. It's just a weird – it was a weird thing for – like the vast majority of the time that I lived, I've lived in Los Angeles and moved out here in 98 that they didn't have a premier stadium space. Mm-hmm. Like it's got premier, all kinds of other things and it's Los Angeles and it's one of the great cities in the, in America, one of the great cities in the world and all this, but like the best stadium is the Rose bowl in Pasadena. The best stadium is the Coliseum, which mm-hmm. is, you know, got all kinds of nostalgia and history, but it's yeah. kind of a dump. Yeah. Um, and, like that needed to be fixed, and the, the the whole saga of getting an NFL team. I completely agree with you. Think about where we are right now at yeah. LA Live. Like the difference that Staples sent. This was a parking lot when I moved here, and you know, like nobody's going to come downtown. All Nobody, the hotels were built after. All of this stuff happens in this case because of you know downtown. The influence of Staples and now crypto um, is has created this whole plaza and this whole thing, and the you know played a big role in in revitalizing what downtown la is i don't you know no stadium comes without you know some side effects there's gentrification issues yeah i don't mean to minimize any of this stuff yeah but the fact that all of this was built without public money where we didn't have to take very precious sure. tax resources and yep. pump it into stan Kroenke's pockets like he needs it which happens um, a lot in the everywhere NFL. yep it, it really is like, you know, World Cup, the Olympics, all this. Like, we're, It doesn't the, get bigger. Like, I don't know how else to describe it. It doesn't get bigger. My understanding is the only reason that the L.A. wouldn't be the place where you would host the final. Because SoFi, I think, is arguably the best stadium in the country. Like, thought of in, as, as the – it's just like purely because the being on the West Coast might make it – too hard to show like the mm. cup at a reasonable oh, time. Oh yeah, that's in Europe, right. They said yeah, or at, something at like at that. Times for Europe, but yeah. in, if you're just looking at the facility itself, 
everything I've read is that like, no, the place is like, it's not hype. It's like the real deal. Mm -hmm. This is the best stadium space in the country. That's that's the only reason why I bring it up. This is not, I think sometimes we tie in SoFi to just NFL, bro. It is so much more than NFL and it's impact to LA is so much bigger than NFL. NFL just happens to be the reoccurring event that's there. And that's another, uh, another one to add to the list. Okay. On this day in 1994, a lot of things happened on this day in 1994, June 17th, 1994. OJ is arrested in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we have the, the the police chase, LAPD. An estimated 95 million people watched the coverage of that chase. Okay. That was one. Do you remember, but is it, I don't know for you, is it one of those, mo- oh, no, I knew I what was I was my, doing. I was at my friend Carrie's house. Mm-hmm. We were doing something either near the end of school or after, whatever, and we were all there at her house watching OJ on her TV and, you know, fleeing the police and all that kind of stuff. We watched the whole thing. So, so, and I'm, I'm, I'm with you on this. Like, I think we all knew, I remember when the trial was going on and the verdict was coming out. We were all in school. I was in, uh, I think I was in elementary school at the time, middle school. I don't know what I was, sixth, seventh grade. I can't remember. And I knew where I was there. And I knew where I was when the chase was going mm-hmm. on. And the chase, I was just at my cousin's house. I had no idea what's going on. But everybody was watching this freaking chase. The 95 million people more than viewed the last year's Super Bowl, just to give you a number of how many no, people that were. that year's Super Bowl. Or that year's Super Bowl. 1994 Super Bowl. Um, just gives you an idea of like how. Was, was a, a you ever watch that thirty for thirty? Yeah, the, the thirty for thirty on the events of that day. That was like one they of five events the NBA that were going finals. on. Yep, the NBA Finals. By the way, that was Houston and the Knicks at the Madison Square Garden series was tied to a piece. Yep. But that's actually it's it's one of my favorite thirty for thirties out of all the thirty for thirties. That's one of my favorite ones. But I just I find it fascinating. That's one of those events you knew exactly. What hey you're Emily. You you pre you the the OJ yeah. thing predates you. <laughs> what does. do people of your age and generation think of like when people like when right. we sit here and wax on about the Bronco <laughs> chase? Like, what are you thinking about? So, um, I think a big thing for me was watching the Ryan Murphy the American Crime Story about it and listening to some podcasts and, and documentaries about it. I didn't get it for so long. I didn't get why everyone cared that much. I was like, okay, like I, I don't know. I felt like celebrities. Things happen like this before. I didn't know how big OJ was. I didn't know, like, all the context around mm-hmm. it. But then going through these documentaries and going through these, uh, like, dramatizations of the events, I'm now, like, so interested. I, I will consume any Have you piece seen of media that documentary? The, the 30 yes. for 30? I've, I've seen it okay. several times. I consume every piece of media about this because it is so fascinating to me that I'm, like, to put myself in that place in time. And it's, actually, it's like from a, and it's from another it's it's not that long ago, 30 exactly. you know, whatever, but it's like like from another it might as well be from 1894. But that but that's yeah. a, that's a good question. We know what we were doing. Somebody that wasn't even born at that time, do they care? Do they have any interest in this event? But and I She was I, just walking up and down the strip. I think that's actually that's a perfect yep, drinking by herself. <laughs> Half empty, melted and warm slushy. Oh. <laughs> National mascot day. You got a favorite mascot? I'm still partial to the old school guys, you know, the fanatic, the chicken. That's so funny that Alan never that. remembers the chicken. Uh, right there. Maybe. Chicken's a freelancer. Or there. Oh. Right. So like uh, that's one of the Alan things I love about the Alan. chicken. Is the chicken like doesn't chicken. chicken doesn't work for anybody. Chicken is his own guy, and you can like He's contract the chicken, out with like him. the sleep. Yeah. So what's kind of funny is because he always says it, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I, the Phoenix Suns or the you know, you look back at like the Coyote in San Antonio, whatever. They, I, like I like him too. Gritty, but the uh, but the actual but the actual chicken was kind of like literally. You know, this guy would do his own. I, I forget. I was. It wasn't just associated with the San Diego Padres. It was. I think he was doing like events. You had Bar to mitzvahs, hire. Uh, you know, <laughs> I was going to say coronations, but that's not what the Catholics call it. It's a, a communion, confirmation, Con- 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 confirmation, and right. communion. Both of those. Mace, things. your favorite mascot? I think they're they're all stupid. <laughs> I hate mascots. Hey. Do you? How much did you hate when the Clippers had a mascot? Mace's, oh no, I love that. You know who Mace's favorite uh, mascot is? John Ireland. 
Yeah, Matt, <laughs> Ireland. No, I um, my favorite. I I just don't. I don't like them. And I think the Clippers is a good example of uh, a mascot that just shouldn't be. Uh, That's Chuck, trying Chuck too hard. Chuck the dog. That was that was Steve Ballmer walking into a room and saying, "We need a mascot." Let's get a mascot. And you've got stupid eleven minutes to, to come, come up, up with, with a decision. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah no, I I do not like uh, the the Clippers mascot. I think is a joke. The only mascot that I think is really cool. I was talking to Bergman about this. Is uh, Traveler uh, at uh, USC? Mm. You know, beautiful. Well, do you dis- white do you make stallion. a? Di- but that's an act. Do you make a, a distinguished the between like. The people in costumes bulldog. or things that are real live creatures. Exactly right. my point with Bergman today. If it is a living creature, You're I'm okay. With okay. It. Like yeah. the Longhorn that's like the for Texas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uga. Uga. The dog. Auburn's yeah. got a tiger. Uh, USC, we've got Traveler. I don't like and the, the Clippers big, have the Condor. Big felt Chuck stuff. Condor. Now, would you like Chuck if Chuck was an actual Condor? Like sitting on a perch courtside. I would. I actually that I actually think that. would be fantastic. I would be great. Like for example, at uh, LAFC, they oh, yeah, got right. the, the Falcon. That right. I get to be the Falconer. That's a fantastic mascot. If it's living and breathing, then I think it's a mascot. Plus, I, I think there's something appropriate about having the Clippers having an animal yep. that eats dead things. Yeah. Oh, good point. Well, and uh, from what I'm hearing, Chicago is going to have grizzly bears at every game at Soldier Field. I'm kidding. All right, uh, Supercross talk coming up next. Stay right here. All right, Super Cross Talk, Steve Mason and Andy Kamenitsky, uh, John Ireland off uh, today. So we are looking at this. Mace, you got a cameo? We didn't know you have one. I do. I have a cameo account. Okay, so we are trying to figure out <laughs> price If there's somewhere here. a minor celebrity can be, then Steve's going to yeah, be there. Nobody, nobody more minor than me. I, what, what am I charging? You just brought up off here what I'm Taylor, what, was he, what, what was he am charging? I charging? 30 bucks, and then for a business, it's like 140 yeah, they are uh, they that yeah. If I'm going to be the spokesperson you don't for set a that? business, <laughs> no, a, a spokesperson for a business that's like a totally different thing. 140 uh, is a killer deal. This is a corporate car that they're using. It's yes. completely different. But I, but I, I'll tell you what. I go over and above on my uh, my cameo messages. Like I'll do three four minutes. I'll do a set. I'll do a set. You will come over to your house. Cameo. Exactly. And well, how, how often does it? Is it like? Does it come up once a week? Does it come up oh, once a month? How often? It's usually most breaks on the show I'm recording a cameo. It's just, <laughs> I don't even know why I so asked that question. Demanding. How quickly do you, like, if question. somebody brings one up, like, how quickly would you fill the order? Like, do you get really excited when you see it? And he goes it right, right to away? commercial break. No, I always get I always get to the end, and it'll say, you have 20 minutes to complete this cameo. I'm like, oh, God, all right, then I'll, then I'll go do it. So I, I, don't, I don't do them necessarily on time. A couple of times I've missed, and then I just go through and do the cameo for free because I'm not doing this for you, – you, you can't make a living on cameo money. <laughs> cameo money is like lunch money. It's You're not, not enough. 